0: be a pro with AC Pro.
1: And a very good Tuesday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for wanting with us. Steven Strom here. Marlins lose game one here in Cincinnati, 5-2. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff.
0: Well, the struggles continue for the Marlins. They've lost 17 of 22 coming out of the All-Star break. The Cincinnati Reds snapped their six-game losing streak tonight. Unfortunately for the Marlins, they run theirs to five. This is the 10th inning show with Rod Allen of Kyle Seeloff. Cincinnati wins game one of this three-game series, 5-2 to two tonight. Marlins are now just two games over, 558-56 this season. And, Rod, we'll start with Yuri Perez. He was the talk of the town today, young man, the 20-year-old, uh, just young phenom. He's going to be incredible. Goes four and two-thirds, allows the four runs, five hits, two walks, seven strikeouts tonight in his return. Your thoughts and impressions on his first start back.
2: I thought he got off to a really nice start today. Uh, first couple of innings he went uh, six up, six down. Then he went out there for the third frame, and I think the two base on balls kind of cost him. Uh, we knew once he started walking people they were going to run because they came in with 127 uh, steals as a team. And teams like this, the Cincinnati Reds, they can rattle a young pitcher like Uri Perez. Then he started quickening up his delivery, and he gave up back-to-back home runs on one fastball. And then I believe it was a changeup to Vado. Or maybe a fastball, I'm not sure exactly what it was. But anyway, it was the first pitch, and he continued to give up hits on that very first pitch. So uh, one of the things that uh, he just could not get away from. And then uh, you got to give the Reds some credit. I mean, they played a pretty good baseball game. They stole some bases. They got some timely hits. And before you know it, he uh, was at his pitch count, and he had to come out.
0: Frustration seemed to boil over a little bit here tonight. Uh, Avi Garcia was ejected, arguing balls and strikes, and then skipped. In the bottom of the eighth inning, there was an apparent potential injury to Tanner Scott. Uh, He and the training staff went out, and then Skip was ejected by the home plate umpire, Roberto Ortiz, uh, basically as soon as Roberto got out there. So Skip was intent on telling the umpire how he felt about things. And a bigger picture, right, feels like there's some frustration boiling over a little bit here.
2: Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, There's frustration down there. There's frustration with Garcia. There's frustration... Uh, with the entire ball club I mean us included the broadcaster I mean so we're all part of the team we all feel like we're close to the situation we all want the team uh, to come out of this because we know the team is much better than uh, losing 17 of their last 22 but I was kind of surprised that Skip did not get kicked out of the game when Garcia got ran I was just surprised that he didn't he went out there he fought for Garcia but I thought at that particular time uh, he would get run but he did not get kicked out there he waited later on to a voice is displeasure with Ortiz.
0: I know I brought this to your attention yesterday. And again, I have not asked simply now as we watch some frustrations boil over tonight. If there has not yet been a closed door meeting, if wonder, you know, if that time could be approaching just to try to get guys, just get guys, just get them to relax a little bit. And it's going to be all right. We got to play better. But just throwing that out there again.
2: Again, I don't know if they have not already done that. I mean, so many times that, you know, when they are closed-door meetings, we always hear about it. There's always somebody in the clubhouse that will tell us that. And I haven't heard that yet. But if they have had one and we did not hear about it, good for them. Right. Because really, what good does it be to have a closed-door meeting if you're going to tell everybody about it anyway? But I'm sure at some point in time either Brent Brown has talked to his hitters or Skip has talked to his infielders or – John Jay's talked to his outfielders. I'm sure the message is being relayed that everybody feels like everybody's pressing. So they just have to stop pressing and start playing the game and having some fun again because they're not having any fun right now.
0: Let's go back to the young man, Jess Chisholm Jr. real quick. Uh, It's really nice to know that he's not on the injured list. He comes off the bench, top of the eighth inning, hits a pinch hit bomb. Uh, That was in place of Nick Fortes who struggled tonight, had a couple of errors behind the plate. He's now got uh, 11 behind the dish this season, but you know, I, I understand it's it's one swing, but I will always come back to it, Rodney. he's not been able to stay on the field enough. The kid is a difference maker, and we saw it in a very, very small sample size here tonight, but here's the hoping that he will be available to the Marlins tomorrow and every day pretty much down the stretch moving forward.
2: Well, Jazz feels pretty good. I talked to him at length uh, yesterday. I also talked to him today. Uh, he ran today. He ran very well before the game started today. And Jazz also said that he's going to be a little bit smarter this time around. He says maybe a routine ground ball a second base, a shortstop. Maybe he goes 80% instead of 110% to make sure that he stays healthy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Guys do that every single day. As a matter of fact, managers will tell some of their players, you know what, I know you're not feeling great right now. You don't have to run 100% down the line. Go at your own leisure. So uh, just hopefully he can stay healthy because we're a better team when Jazz is in there. And also gives uh, the ball club a much-needed
0: left-handed bat. All right, partner, sleep fast. I'll see you tomorrow night. All righty. All right, that's right, Alan. I'm Kyle Sealoff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this ball game tonight. Yuri Perez making his return to the major leagues in game one of this series this evening. Brandon Williamson taking the ball opposite of Perez tonight. Marlins got out to a fast start with one out. Nobody on base. Top of the first inning. Jorge Soler came to the plate. Inside and up. Solaire swings and he powers a ball in the air to right field, backing up Benson. He's at the warning track at the wall, looking up, and it's gone. Jorge Soler hit the bag at first. He didn't know it was gone. Solaire with his 27th home run of the season. It's one of those old Great American Ballpark shots to right center field. The Marlins lead one nothing.
2: Well, they don't call. This-
0: and the fish were off and running in this ballgame. Tonight Yuri Perez was perfect through the first two innings this evening. The Marlins led one nothing through two and a half until we got to the bottom of the third. Yuri walked Benson, the right fielder, that is Will Benson with one out, and then he walked Ellie de la Cruz with two outs, and that brought TJ Friedel to the plate. Count two and two on TJ Friedel. Perez nice and tall on the mound. And the pitch is a rocket down the right field line. That's a fair ball rolling into the corner. Look at Ellie De La Cruz fly. Benson will score easy. So too will De La Cruz. On his way towards third is Friedel. He's got a two run triple. And the Reds lead two to one here with the third. A year he did go fastball, and it
2: was 99, but
0: it was down. Well, it would stay that way momentarily until the next home half of a frame that was the bottom of the fourth reds leading two to one leading off the bottom of the fourth inning for cincinnati was christian encarnacion strand the designated hitter christian encarnacion swings high drive deep left field forget about it encarnacion strand his second big league homer Yeah, now cincinnati leads three to one it's a leadoff shot for Encarnacion Strand here in the 4th.
2: Perez has given up a few home runs in the big leagues.
0: But most and who would follow next for the Cincinnati Reds? None other than their 17-year first baseman, the veteran, Joey Votto. Encarnacion was elevating and celebrating as Joey Votto swings, high drive, deep to right field. The Reds go back to back here in the bottom of the 4th. Now they lead 4-1. to one. Bravado his 13th home run of the season he came into the ball game tonight sixth in the league with 12 homers since his June 19th debut so a fastball and then a breaking ball the Reds are all over Yuri Perez here in the bottom of the fourth and it would stay that way for a long time this evening. Uh, Brandon Williamson, so he allowed the one-out shot to Jorge Soler in the top of the first inning. Reg jumped out to that 4-1 lead after four, but after the first, he was perfect in the second, worked around an E6 with two outs in the third. He was perfect in the fourth, he was perfect in the fifth, he was perfect in the sixth. He allowed back-to-back singles in the seventh, but he got Jake Berger to ground out. Jesus Sanchez, the pinch hitter, to pop out into foul territory. Uh, That was because Avi Garcia was ejected in the fifth inning, so Sanchez was making his first Played appearances the night in the top of the seventh. Williamson was then relieved of his duties for Lucas Sims, who struck out Yuli Gurriel. Marlins uh, mounted a threat in the seventh inning, but nothing would come to pass. In the bottom of the seventh inning, in four, the uh, Miami Marlins was Stephen Oakert. Okert got... Ellie De La Cruz to fly out to center field. Then he allowed a single to TJ Friedel, who would steal second and go to third base on an E2 all in one play. And Friedel was at third base with one out in the bottom of the seventh inning for Spencer Steer. Not going to do it. In the 2 1 pitch is hit in the air with authority to center field. This is going to plate another run as Jesus Sanchez circles underneath the baseball. He'll come up firing towards second base. Joey Wendell's got it. Scoring easily as Friedel on the sack fly. E2 costly here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Now it feels a little different. Now it's 5 to 1.
2: And stolen base, very positive as well.
0: The Marlins, however, would get a run back in the top of the eighth inning. Pinch hitting for Nick Fortes, who struggled tonight, was Jazz Chisholm Jr., and he was facing the new reliever in for the Reds. That was Ian Jibbo. The 0 1 pitch to the Marlins outfielder is punched in the air, left field, fairly deep. Going back, Fairchild looking up, and it's gone. It's an opposite field blast for Jazz Chisholm Jr. leading off the top of the eighth inning. So Jazz goes deep. It's his eleventh home run of the season. And now it's a five to two game. Skip Schumacher pressed the right button there.
2: And Skip Schumacher might do.
0: Just- and unfortunately, the Marlins would not draw any closer in this ball game tonight. Tanner Scott worked around a One-out walk in the bottom of the eighth inning. It was 5-2 going to the ninth. Alexis Diaz was in trying to collect his 33rd save of the season for the Cincinnati Reds. He walked Brian De La Cruz and Jake Berger to start the top of the ninth inning, but then Jesus Sanchez struck out swinging, and then Pipe Ureta, the Marlins bench coach, acting as the manager after Skip Schumacher was ejected in the bottom of the eighth inning, sent Luis Arise to the plate, to pinch hit for Yuli Gurriel with runners at first and second base with one out in the ninth. There's one out. Diaz looks in at Stevenson. Now he comes set at the belt. And the pitch is a ground ball hit to second base. Could be two. Newman, to De La Cruz, to Votto. The ball game is over. A rise bounces into an inning ending in game ending 4-6-3 double play. And the Reds win game one by a final score of 5-2. So for the Marlins tonight, they have dropped their fifth consecutive ball game. Two runs, five hits, two errors, five men left on base. And for the Cincinnati Reds, five runs, six hits, one error, six men left on base. Brandon Williamson, the winning pitcher, now 4-2 this season. Yuri Perez, the loser, he is 5-4. and four. Alexis Diaz with his 33rd save of the season here tonight for the Cincinnati Reds. Started this ball game at 6:41 under 75-degree, partly cloudy skies. Played tonight. In front of 17,389 folks here at Grand American Ballpark on the banks of the Ohio River here in downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. Total time of game, 2 hours and 28 minutes. With the loss, the Marlins are now just two games over 500. They've dropped 17 of 22 coming out of the All Star break. They are now 58 and 56 this season. The Cincinnati Reds are 59. Check that 60 and 55. For the Marlins pitching staff tonight, they strike out 13. Cincinnati Reds, that included seven from Yuri Perez, and that means that $325 will be donated to Auto Nations Drive Pink initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated
1: to the Drive Pink initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the loss and the ejection to the Cincinnati Reds.
3: Skip, we'll start with the frustrations of the, the game being called behind the plate. Just what kind of impact do you think the inconsistencies back there had on this one?
4: I don't know. I mean, um, you know, umpires make uh, mistakes at times, um, and I just felt like, uh, you know, we preach, you know, swinging at strikes and uh, control the strike zone. And, you know, when you feel like it becomes one side a little bit, then, um, you know, you have to protect your players and say some stuff every now and then. Um, It doesn't mean he's a bad person. Roberto's a good guy. um, Just a disagreement today in the strike zone.
3: For Uri, the first couple innings, very strong. The last two, it looked like the Reds made some adjustments against him. Um, what what do you make of Zouting here today?
4: Yeah, I thought the second time around, I thought actually, um, you know, beginning of the game, you, you felt like they were going to ambush the fastball. They were they were mm-hmm. on it. They weren't going to uh, uh, miss and let it go by. Um, you could tell just by the uh, first pitch of the game they are going to go after it. Um, the second time around, they connected. I think uh, back-to-back home runs were first-pitch fastballs. Or fastballs, I should say. Um, I know Joey's was first pitch fastball. I can't remember the the other yeah. one, but I'm pretty sure both of them were first pitch. Um, so it felt like that they were gonna go after it and not let it go by just to see a strike. And um, you know they made a good adjustment. Um, I thought Yuri overall, um, besides a couple long balls, did really good. I mean we, we we're happy to have him back. We're happy to have him back. Um, he's you know an elite pitcher that's gonna help us on the next couple months. And it's just good to see him back on the mound
1: of uh, uh, getting two home runs and you have a couple of other opportunities two on Noel I think in the seventh and ninth and to not come up in those situations when you have a chance to inch to, to back
4: yeah yeah those are um, tough innings for sure not to at least get one across the board um, second third one out getting no runs um, uh, and then a couple times so yeah it's uh, you know we had the right guys up we felt like um, and, you know, just couldn't push anything across. I thought their pitcher did an excellent job today. I um, thought the backdoor cutter and and coming inside also with the cutter and using the changeup effectively, um, I thought he was using all four pitches um, really well and um, and just kept us really off balance. Um, but, you know, when we had we had times where we had guys on base, um, just couldn't cash in.
1: You've talked about just the way the second half's gone. The guys are still preparing well. What is the message to the team at this point?
4: Yeah, I think um, I, I think they're they're talking, you know, each, to each other, and um, you know, we're all having conversations every single day and um, keep fighting. I mean, we're we're in this, and um, there's all kinds of teams that are pushing to try to get these uh, into the wild card spot or you know, win divisions, and the Reds are one of them. We're right there with them, um, so we're just we're all trying to trying to figure this thing out together. It's not just one guy that's going to do it. Um, we all got to figure this thing out together.
1: And that's three, four starts now in a row. you guys offensively have struggled particularly against left-handed starters. What kind of approach needs to be changed against those left-handed starters uh, coming down the stretch here?
4: Well, I think they're all different starters, different type of starters. It's not just one of this. You know, they're not just the same person or same left-handed pitcher. I think they have different stuff. Um, we haven't seen uh, the guy tonight before, just for, through video pretty good live. Uh, he's pretty good. I thought, um, you know, you don't hear much about him, but you watch him on video, we knew it was going to be a challenge for us. And then, you know, watching it live, that, that backdoor cutter, you don't see much from, from lefties. And he was really effective of clipping that um, outside strike zone to, or outside strike to, to lefties, or I'm sorry, to righties. Um, and then he would challenge with angle and heaters with that, with after that. Um, I still think we still preach swinging at strikes um, and stay within our game plan. Right. The game plans are good. We just haven't, you know, gotten that big hit to, uh, you know, put up the, you know, a couple runs uh, per inning type of thing, and, and give ourselves a chance to, um, you know, pitch with the lead.
2: And Uri's pitch mix was a little different than it was in his first stand-up here. so what were you kind of seeing from him today in the way that he was mixing
4: his pitches? Yeah, I agree. There was a lot more fastball slider um, than anything else, and um, not too many change-ups today. And I I thought that, uh, you know, he did a good job, uh, but I feel like, you know, there maybe could have been more uh, pitch mix, but I think you game plan accordingly and try to figure out exactly – teams do this, you try to expose weaknesses and it, it might, you change uh, per team and um, per batter and um, so if it's the slider is what you try to think, uh, you think is the best pitch to get a guy out with, you throw the slider. If you think the heater in different quadrants is the way to get guys out, so um, that's the way you go. So I, I think um, you know, there was a game plan, um, he was attacking them to, according to our game plan and um, they just hit a couple homers at the right time. Friedel took a nice at bat, that was a long at bat um, and uh, hit the ball down the line that um, I thought was a really good job of by Friedel. wasn't just it wasn't a bad um, sequence or anything by Uri. Um, sometimes big leaguers get hits. Yeah,
2: and was there any thought at all that maybe like he wasn't ready yet today, and that he could have stayed down the minors
4: a bit more? No, no, he was ready. He was ready. He's throwing a hundred miles an hour with a good slider, and he's fresh. and um, I, I, I don't. I think he was ready to come back up.
5: What What did it mean to you just to see him on the mound?
4: yeah i i mean it meant a lot just for him to walk through those doors today at two o'clock so um to see him and getting him every fifth day or sixth day whatever we decide to do um you know it should be a huge push for us and um and you know you like writing his name down um to you know every now and then you 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 need someone to stop the bleeding um and we have a couple guys in our rotation especially now with yuri back that can that can help us stop the bleeding um and uh, i thought you know with 75, 80 pitches to work with, um, you know, he did a really good job. This is, it's not an easy team to play, um, not an easy ballpark to pitch in, um, (laughs) but uh, you know, I thought he did a really good job in his first Mm -hmm. start back.
1: Safe to say Jazz is ready to go.
4: Yeah, um, you know, we had to uh, make sure everything checked out even in the cages, uh, you know, before the game and during the game to make sure he was okay. Um, We didn't really want him to play the outfield tonight. Um, and so there was you know back and forth on you know when or if he should even pinch it today um, but uh so yeah i'm i 'm obviously happy with you know what he did and what what he gave us but um yeah it's you, you want him for fifty more games um so you just again you just have to be careful with with him and the last, you know coming off the i l and um in his first game back coming back from a you know a little hamstring um, cramp or injury type. Um, so we didn't really want him to play the outfield, but uh, the, you know, the game kind of called for it in, in uh, leading off in the eighth.
1: Uri Perez made his Marlins return yesterday night, pitched four and two-thirds, gave up five hits, four runs, punched out seven. Let's hear what Uri had to say, translated by Louis Durante. De de empezar a entrar en detalles sobre la la
5: salud de hoy, ¿qué también te sentiste en regresar a la lomita?
3: No me sentí súper bien, agradecido con Dios por la otra oportunidad un uh, poquito más a enfrentarme a como que son muy veteranos tratando de mantenerme la zona siempre y hacer buenos
5: very very happy, super good. Uh, you know, getting used to again to to the zone to be in the mound. Very happy uh, for the opportunity, you know, like I said this this batters are veteran batters. They know the, the, their stuff, so I'm happy for that and just getting ready to continue competing. Skip said he was really happy with your outing. How did you feel about it? Sí, equipo me contó que estuvo muy feliz por tu salida de hoy. ¿Cómo cómo tú lo evalúas?
3: Ah, no, eh traté de dar lo mejor de mí, ayudar al equipo ahí a ganar. Eh no se pudo. Eh en ese Felsei y la vaca se fue volando, me ayudaron. Me salió un poquito de control, tú sabes, eh, nada, tratando de seguir compitiendo. No fue lo mejor, pero uh, tuve mejor, mejor localización con el cambio, estuvo trabajando bien, y todo, estoy feliz con eso.
5: Yeah, you know, it was uh, an outing that, you know, trying to do my best out there and compete. Um, some of the walks didn't help me, you know, mostly in that third inning. Um, you know, she's continued working hard. Uh, the change location was something that it was working pretty well, and i uh, you know very happy for that.
3: Um, you mentioned that you need to get reacclimated mm-hmm. to, to the hitters at this level. Just, what's the, the, the biggest challenge
5: in that aspect? Sí, estoy comentando de que también tienen que de nuevo agarrar el ritmo de lanzar a bateadores de este nivel. Este, cual crees, esto que sea uno de los aspectos más más grandes, eso de acostumbrarme nuevo.
3: Ah, no, todo es un reto ahora. Tratar de acostumbrarme otra vez a poder salir para el quinto, sexto inning, ya que ya no pude hacerlo eh solo pude tirar dos salidas y nada, tratar de volver al mismo ritmo de antes y compitiendo compitiendo con esa muchacha e ir tratando de ganar juego.
5: Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, you know, to go back to that rhythm, but uh it's something that I have to do, you know, uh, back in the in the minors uh um got two outings, didn't go deep in the on the on the game, so I'm trying to work on hard to get that to that fifth, sixth inning. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a challenge just to continue working and compete out there and try to win some games.
3: Did you feel like they were sitting on the fastball today?
1: Sentite
5: que estaba un poquito sentado en la recta hoy.
3: Después del inicio, eh, fue algo que que se salió de control y uh, yo no, en verdad no era en algunas cosas eh, como que quería tirar ese picheo, pero me lo pedía y yo ejecutaba buen picheo y ya estaba ready para ese picheo. So podemos Yeah, I think they were they were doing that on
5: the on the third inning. Um they were they were sitting on that, and making good contact, um then, uh, they were getting ready so that's when we started changing uh, to the secondary pitches, mostly to try to get you know, more of the outs there.
1: What has this last month been like for you from when they told you we were going to go back down to the minor leagues to trying to work and get ready to be back up here? Sí. What, was it? what has this been like?
5: How has this been like? It was a semester, or they were saying that they were going to go back to the menority and it was a process for them to go back to the new place.
3: It was very good for me. I was very happy to get back to the team, I was very happy. Eh, nada, traté de seguir trabajando allá abajo, hacer mi, mi rutina, la misma que tenía aquí y nada, cuando me la oportunidad de jugar, traté de aprovecharlo para pa controlar algunos picheos mejorar el cambio y por lo menos vino mejor.
5: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't easy, you know. Um, just uh it a challenge, you know. Those changes um, got to go down. Um uh, And 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 try to adjust again. You know, working on my routine. Uh, When I got the opportunity down in Pensacola, try to I was working mostly on my pitches, uh, working on my changeup. And um, when I came out right now, and it was working really well. And um, you know, happy for the opportunity uh, to be back.
1: How did they explain the plan for you?
5: Cuál fue el plan que te dijeron de, de que tengan contigo para estos próximos dos meses? Uh,
3: no, no, eh, cuando me bajaron solo me dijeron que okay, trabajo eh, por tal cosa, pero no seguimos con el mismo plan. Eh, sigue trabajando fuerte y para que cuando vuelva esté ready y seguir compitiendo con los muchachos.
5: Um, no, no, no. Cuando ustedes sent down, you know, they told me the reason and then. Uh, just, uh, getting ready to, to, to get back. They to get ready to get back.
1: All right, right back at. It's going to be a 640 first pitch. Braxton Garrett, he toes the rubber for Miami. I've got Marlins on deck at 610. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M Together Miami morale up on the Marlins Radio Network driven by Our Nation.